Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. Now, one thing that I know, since Louis didn't bring kids along on this trip for some reason, uh, he doesn't have kids. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> you probably didn't see Auntie's uh, Beach House. I mean, Auntie's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, I have to say, that was pretty incredible. That's where you drop your kids off and they can they can basically play all day. Uh, it's beautiful. I mean, it's huge and it's free. And you just drop your kids off there and they hang out and they do activities. They have art activities and a great playground. And that was really exceptional. I've never seen anything quite that good at any resort, including Disney resorts. Like, it isn't as important probably at the theme park resorts to have a place where you can drop your kids off. I mean, I know they have those, but not as extensive as this because you're mainly going to Disneyland when you go to those places with your kids. Here, adults want to do more adult things occasionally. They want to go to the beach. They want to go to the spa, which we can talk about later. Yeah. Uh, So having childcare is more important here than it would be at the other places. And it's, it's just really nice. And it touches on one thing that I thought was really interesting is that it's not Lilo's beach house. It's auntie's mm-hmm. beach house. It's this brand new character. I mean, it's just, it's just a, a woman, basically. It's not a character per se. Yeah. Yeah. That's tr- traditional in Hawaii. Anybody who is a kind of an, an older, an older woman that you're close to, they refer to them as auntie. Yeah. There aren't any, even really any Disney characters in there or Disney stuff, period. I mean, there's, there's a little bit, but not much. And that was my overall impression of the resort. I mean, besides the walk around characters, which you would see occasionally, not that often, but they were sort of like corners where they would, you'd frequently yeah. see them. There wasn't a lot of Disney, which actually I found really pleasant. I kind of don't mm-hmm. like getting hit over the head too much with the Disney stuff when I'm at the hotel. It isn't that I yeah. mind it so much as I want the hotels to have a different vibe. I want to experience a different theme when I'm there than the stuff I get at the park. At mm-hmm. the theme park resorts, I get way too much, well, too much DVC. Now, I guess, Louis, I think you said yeah. that they had cranked up yeah. the DVC. Way too the much DVC. The DVC was really, the DVC upsell was basically non-existent the two times I was there. Right off the lobby, they had a DVC office. And then in addition, they were they had like a few like poster board signs just like scattered about that were like hey come see our dvc room blah 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 we're having an open house thing and i was like god this is so weird being in a hotel and like being told to go look at this hotel get out of here yeah it just it felt really weird i just want to touch on something you said about like characters not being around or like the you know disney presence itself at auntie's beach house was very little and that was awesome in general the Disney part of Aulani seems to be more of an undertone than right. the focus. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. I also enjoyed that. The way that they put it, I think, like in their ads and stuff, is a family paradise with a touch of magic. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's pretty good. I think the way that they phrase that is actually fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a place for a family to go and there is just that little bit of Disney that makes it like comfortable. Yeah. You're you're still having a Hawaiian vacation. Yes, yes. Yes. And they want to make sure that that part is like, you know, Greg said earlier, it's respectful to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And that's that's great. And then there's the part that's just like what you came for was this. They understand that. 
And then there's the, like, Disney part. Like, in Auntie's Beach House, I know this only because I asked about it, there is a soundtrack that's just kind of always playing in there, ever, like, so slightly, just very quietly. And it's these Hawaiian musicians playing and singing classic Disney songs in Hawaiian. Love that. And it's really nice. It's super familiar, but just Mm -hmm. really toned down, just really classic, just really nice. They found it was so popular that they decided to put that same soundtrack in all of the elevators. Since they put it in the elevators, if you search for Aulani elevator music on Google, you'll find this Facebook thread where Aulani announced that they're, they released the music from the lobby area. And they're like, here you go, we got music. And then everyone's like, yeah, but what about the elevator music? And <laughs> it just, it blew up. It Like, everyone loves the elevator music. I'm told they're working on it, because I asked myself. And they're trying to make that available. Because it's so nice, it's so pleasant, and it's so quiet. When you're in the elevator, you barely hear it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but when you're sitting there and you're like waiting for the elevator to go down like 10 floors, and you hear like the song from Enchanted, but in Hawaiian, it's it's so great. It's such a little slight pleasant thing mm-hmm. that makes it familiar, but authentically Hawaiian or respectfully mm-hmm. Hawaiian. That's cool. Really nice. Great idea. One of the things where Aulani, I think, actually might be absolutely the best in class aside from childcare, would be their spa. Their spa is incredibly beautiful. I bet it is. Uh, Louie, I know you experienced it. I've never been to a spa. I've never had a massage before. It was like my first one of those things entirely. So I have no basis for comparison. It was very quiet, clean, and just chill. I will say the very initial first part of the thing was slightly cheesy, where you take the rock and you drop it in the water and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The rock, you pick it from like a bowl or, yeah, like you said, like a rock garden or something. And on one side, it has an English word, the other a Hawaiian word. And it's all things like serenity and whatever. And who cares? And you take it over and there's like this round pool where there's like this one drop of like glass thing that's kind of levitating in the middle of the room there. And just water is falling off of it into the pool and there's a collection of rocks in the pool and you just kind of drop it in there and this is very quiet by the way there is no one around you drop that rock into that pool and it is the loudest reverberating thing (laughs) it was very strange Hmm. and you know and they make a point to tell you like oh well as you see like on the wall you can see the reflections of the ripples in the water because now you have changed i'm like oh for (laughs) you're kidding me right yeah it's a little over the top it's like i mean i'm fine with like a little bit of that it's no big deal but i just like i didn't oh god this is not why i came here you know right yeah it's it's a it's a little goofy it's fine it takes like 25 seconds so it isn't like it's a big hindrance the part that i really liked was the outdoor garden where they have uh well it's beautiful it's very lush they have a super super hot kind of jacuzzi you can sit in. There's also like a super cold one. Yeah, it's very, well. very cold. Yeah. And it's right next to it. Yeah. So you can go back and forth between the two. They have this cool kind of reflexology path with stones that are placed on edge and set yeah. into the pavement. Oh. And so you can walk along that there. That sounds nice. It feels really cool. But the coolest thing was they had this shower garden, I think is what they would call it, where it has like in a circle, there are like seven different showers, each with a different nozzle technique, whatever you want to call it, procedure for getting the water on huh. you. And so like one of them has like, say like a huge, huge shower head, like say like 18 
18 inches in diameter and just kind of comes down like rain. Another one's like a waterfall. Another one has like horizontal jets that shoot out. Each one's different and each one's kind of neat. And that, I thought that was really clever and fun. That does sound great. I would love that. And so when you go there, do you get, you basically sort of pay admission and you can just hang out in the in the like the shower garden and the the rock walk. I think and you stuff? can do it from up to an hour in advance uh-huh. for at, at that garden, and then you can stay there the rest of the day on, on a day when you have a you know a session that you. That sounds right, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, you can't go back there unless you have a unless you have a reservation uh-huh. for a actual massage Makes or something. Sense. But yeah, and the prices for the massages, I don't recall. I mean, they're high, but they're tip. They didn't strike me as way high i mean hotels have crazy prices for massages mm-hmm. they're always yeah expensive. always this didn't seem any worse to me i guess uh-huh. than what was typical yeah we did i mean we each had a massage and it came to three hundred dollars so that's that's very that's very normal yeah it was 150 yeah is about that's, right that's very massage. average for yeah a hotel it was massage. like it was like slightly under an hour for the massage so i mean i i felt like that was fine yeah. it was awesome and i was willing to pay whatever price it was to do it yeah sounds great yeah i would love to do that that's the one place where I feel like the the resort totally matches like the the best resort you'll see mm-hmm. elsewhere. Like the food, I think does not measure up. The rooms, although nice, don't measure up to like a super high quality, you know, top of the line resort. Mm-hmm. But they're very family friendly. I mean, you know, they, all the corners are rounded off and and so on. So I I kind of get why that is, and why you wouldn't have like you know fine china around the room and vases and things i know they were having trouble keeping it fully booked and i wonder if they still are having trouble with that like it got off to a pretty rocky start i get the impression they're doing okay partially that's because three of my neighbors just went there for are there right now oh cool i just feel like everyone i know is 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 going (laughs) so it could be a weird uh bubble that i'm in they advertise a lot for it and they advertise it in movie theaters a lot too which i think is interesting. yeah we saw it last night yeah i didn't really get the impression that it was like not full up um but it wasn't it wasn't crowded it wasn't crowded, which was nice. There was enough like space for everyone to have their space. Mm-hmm. We met a couple while we were in the spa area, and we were just chatting with them a little bit. And we were trying to determine what kind of people are going to Alani in general. And I think most of them, surprise, surprise, are families. But the thing is that it's not necessarily the families that go to Disneyland or Walt Disney World. It's families that they wanted to go to Hawaii but a lot of the Hawaiian resorts cater more to couples and not to families. That's very true. And so Disney, to their credit, found something, found a place where they can, you know, own that particular thing. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, this couple was just like sitting there in the hot tub with us talking about how they have no idea what their kids are doing. And they love that. <laughs> and they can just leave them alone and, you know, they'll be having fun and everything. And both of them are having their own vacations and both of them are the vacations that they wanted to have. Mm-hmm. And no one's stressed out, you know, at Disneyland, no one's crying in a stroller. Yep. It was yep. it was wonderful. That's cool. I am really interested in Alani because I love Hawaii in general and I love Hawaiian vacations. And I think that I would I would really enjoy it there. Yeah. There was something I read that was interesting about Steve Jobs and Bob Iger talking about Alani. I'm glad we're touching on and this. Yes, yes, this was really great. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it went, I'm going to paraphrase, but it went something like this. Bob Iger tells Steve about what he's going to do. He's going to build this resort in Hawaii, and you know it's going to be family-friendly and all that jazz, and Steve is just straight up not impressed. He's like, well, what? You don't, look, this is a big deal. Disney's coming to Hawaii, you know, building this resort. What? What more do you want? And Steve's like, 
I don't know, buy an island. Yeah, buy Lanai and, specifically. Yeah, buy, yeah, he said buy Lanai. Yeah. And turns out Larry Ellis just does it instead. Yep. So yeah, Lanai actually was for sale at the time. And right, yeah. it's the right size that Disney could make one or possibly two theme parks on it, as well as a bunch of hotels. Yeah. And then and they so, would have had the perfect... There's a reason that uh, that the, the the United States has a large defensive port in the middle of the ocean because it's accessible from everywhere, and they could have made a fortune on Asian tourists coming to Hawaii <laughs> because they already do. Yeah. So yeah, and they could, I mean, they could capture well, both sides so well. Yeah, sure, but I mean that they already do with Alani. I mean, when we were there, oh, they do a Alani, lot. They they would they would attract a lot more people. Sure, but half of the population of Aulani was Japanese. Yep. A lot of their cast members spoke Japanese. Yep. I don't want to say I side with Steve Jobs because I don't think I do. I think in general, Bob Iger was basically saying like, y- "You don't get it. We don't need to build a theme park everywhere," sort of thing. And I I, I tend to agree. I don't think a theme park in Hawaii would have been the right thing for Hawaii. Well, actually, okay, so I, I, I can't remember the quote precisely. I don't know that Steve Jobs said you should build a theme park. Yeah, yeah. I think right. what he said yeah. he was said by the island. This is not ambitious yeah. enough. Right. Yeah. My take on it, I think, is that as much as I like Alani, I think it's a really, really nice resort, and for a family, it's a excellent resort. I think what Jobs was talking about is like build something exciting enough so you feel like you're moving the yeah. needle, like you're moving, like you're you're really making something brand new and exciting. And I don't think Alani qualifies as brand new and exciting. It's a very nice execution on a completely old concept of what a resort is. There's not a lot, there's not a big, like, carrot and stick to get people to come beyond the fact that they want to go to Hawaii. Like, Alani itself, I don't think is a destination. It's, why is the destination? So, well, yes, and this is why I think that doing something, quote, more ambitious was not necessary because you don't go to Anaheim for anything else other than Disneyland. (laughs) You go to L.A. maybe for other things, but you go to Anaheim for Disneyland. That became the destination. Hawaii was already a destination. They didn't need to build anything to attract people. Hawaii itself was already attracting people. You just made the Anaheim Chamber of Commerce so sad. Oh, Someone over there is just like, we know we have other Uh, things. What about the garden walk? Go to Knott's Berry Farm. So yeah, I don't know if I don't know if they needed to do anything more, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean that Hawaii already is a is a place to be. So I get that, but like, okay, if you're the Disney company, shouldn't you be doing something that like is revolutionary? Yeah, you should be doing you should be doing things that other people can't do. And maybe maybe what this actually says is that building a Hawaiian resort isn't interesting enough for Disney to do. Mm-hmm. I, I say that again. I, I really like the place, but is this compelling for Disney? Yeah. I'm not really convinced it is. I think well, you touched so, on the perfect thing: is is could anybody else have built Alani? And absolutely. I I so I don't think necessarily that's true. And this is going back to when I was discussing episodes ago about Disney building like a theater chain. Yeah, I don't think that Disney needs to do something totally crazy and bonkers every time. There is not much, and I say this just having come back from Tokyo Disneyland, even so, all of their parks that they put around the world are not mind-blowingly different enough that are, quote, moving the needle. 
They're, they well, are, I agree with they that. They are very subtly doing so, but that doesn't mean that they have that they don't have extreme value in having them across the planet. It's a very good strategic move for them. Mm-hmm. You can bet your butt that if I went to New York and they had a sick New York hotel, I would go there. The same goes for restaurants. If they built restaurants, if they built movie theaters, I would go there. They're not doing those things, and I don't know why. I don't know why everything they have to do has to be out of the park, crazy, amazing, quote, moving the needle. (laughs) 